Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in uh, today. This is the Lifeway Kids Podcast, and we're so glad you guys are listening to us. We get a chance to uh, talk to kids ministry leaders. Uh, we've got quite a few on our team here, and so we get to bring these folks in and sort of unpack ideas in children's ministry from curriculum to uh, volunteers to uh, you know how to lead the kid to Christ to big events. And today we're going to talk about something that is huge for many churches. Um, in fact, probably 20,000 plus churches use our VBS every year. And so I have somebody from our VBS team. I have Melita Thomas say hello. Hello. So glad you're with us. Uh, you're one of the, uh, well, everybody has an, some sort of creativity on team, but I, I think you're, my opinion is you're one of the more creative people. You like to, you like <laughs> to cut stuff with a hot knife. That's and true. there's like if a kid's ministry person doesn't have a hot knife in their repertoire and their toolkit. I question their integrity as a kids ministry <laughs> leader. So you've, what's the, this is off the, what's the weirdest thing you've ever like carved in kids ministry, you know, weirdest uh, craft. Let's see. I don't know. I feel though I've made like 4,000 rocks. Uh, the, uh, the year we yes. had agency D three and we were making I beams out of foam. And I, and I think we cut close to 800 circles with a jigsaw. Yeah. You know, that, that repetitive motion will that'll get to you. <laughs> and I remember leaders coming up and touch because it looked like steel. Mm -hmm. And at our event, they would come up and touch it and go, oh, I And it would do collapse, this. right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true, too. He's like, keep the kids off of it. It's foam, but it looks really cool. Well, you do a great job. And I wanted you to, um, and, and on that note, uh, it's going to lead right into what I want to talk about today for our kids ministry leaders. Uh, we're we're going to talk about VBS, but this also plays out. So if, there might be leaders that don't do VBS, but they do big events. They do evangelistic events. They do your family worship experience, or we have another uh, thing we ca call Zip for Kids, which is like a themeless VBS. They might do camps, but it's that you have this huge event that you put a lot of work and energy into, but we sometimes get caught up in what we're doing to put it on instead of the reason we put it on to begin with. And because you're involved in ministry at your church and our team here, you can speak into both areas. Why? Um, obviously, it's important to, to put work into it, but how we can maintain the balance. And so I just want to jump right in and talk about the balance of, of outreach, which is evangelism, primarily why we do a VBS, and the value of inreach, which means our our team building, the work and effort that is the body of Christ coming together and how we do both well. And so why, first, why do you think so many churches put all this effort into VBS, into these events? I think, I think you kind of touched on it already by saying this is one of these milestone events in a, in a kid's life. And I think that kid ministry, you know, leaders, they recognize that as important, you know, Sunday school is important. Small groups are important. Midweek activities are important, but you want kids to have these great uh, moments in life that they can look back on 20 years later yeah. and remember say, that I summer. remember that summer. Yeah. And so this is one of those things where it's also the number one evangelistic tool, not just for the Southern Baptist Convention, but I, it looks like across kids ministry yeah. in general. Barna and Gospel Light did, did a, uh, extensive research a few years ago and revealed it's by far the number one outreach for churches and children's ministry. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there are so many stories uh, that we get to hear of lives that are changed as a result of these milestone events, particularly for, for me, we hear about Vacation Bible School. And, uh, you know, when you when you see God at work, not just in the lives of kids, but in their families and in the church, it is so contagious. The church just can't wait to get to the next year and start all over again because, you know, how would you, you know, how could you not 
get excited about VBS when a family comes to know him for the first time. Yep. You know, when you get to join in the work that God's doing, it's just, you know, it's incredible. You've just teed me up for the next question because that is, it's the driving passion we have to see kids come to Christ that starts out and then we love the experience so much and it was successful and it is successful for many churches at leading kids to Christ and many churches that follow up even bringing them in. But then you get into this like annual rhythm and you start thinking about it and then you, it can be easy to be consumed with the event. So what would you say, how would you suggest and how can a church keep focused on the evangelism aspect of VBS while they still maintain the vibrancy of the event itself. Sure. Well, I think that evaluation and vision casting is are, are really critical because you've got to come off of this event going, okay, well, what worked well and what didn't? Yes, you know, you kind of walk through the mechanics of it, but also, did we accomplish our goals? Did we reach the people that we wanted to reach? Is it just our kids or is it just grandkids of our church members or did we reach into our community? Mm. And uh, if not, then what do we need to do differently next year? So I think you have to really identify your audience. You know, who is it that you want to come to VBS? Uh, does it call for a new approach? Is it time to get beyond the walls of your church? Instead of having people come to you, is it time to get out into mm. the community? Do you, we need a backyard kids club approach? Mm. You know, or what, what, what can we do differently? Are we bringing children in from other areas of our church or other areas of our community to our church? Or do we need to partner with churches that are in those areas of our communities where these kids are that are unreached? You know, do we provide resources to them? Do we bring them into our VBS and then we help them with discipleship and with ongoing stuff throughout the year so that these kids don't fall through the cracks? You know, we, we talk a lot about um, spiritual orphans in our VBS culture. And I yeah. think we really have to, to zero in on who are we trying to reach and why? And uh, then, you know, moving, moving from there, I think you really let the curriculum be your guide because nothing is more evangelistic than Lifeway VBS. That is its number one goal, unlike Sunday school or other programming that have other goals that are equally as lofty. Yes. Ours is evangelism at its heart. At, that's its aim. That's its goal. And every activity, every session, every craft, every rec game is designed to bring kids one step closer to Christ. So I think if you'll use that as your guide and focus in on preparing for that just as much, and dare I say more so than you plan on your decorating or your what you know, search in Pinterest for what the craft or the snack is going to be. If you'll take the time to really prep well, then the curriculum makes it easy. Yeah. You just said uh, you, you, you know, reeled off uh, a dozen questions in a row and they're all important. But the big, the big fact is somebody needs to ask those questions. Absolutely. And I think that's the key in this is your kids ministry leaders that are out there should be the ones asking the question and be unafraid uh, because you're going to have, le I've seen in churches where the kids ministry leaders or staff were like, yeah, we're okay with EBS, but we got this group of people. They really like to put it on. We just kind of step out of the way and let them do their thing. And that's good that you have an enthusiastic group, but the kids ministry leader has, has to have courage to ask those questions. Is this the most effective thing? And if the answer is yes, the follow-up question, can we do it better? Right. And, um, you know, even bigger. I mean, there's some that do, I'm, I'm amazed at what churches do with VBS. can always be bigger and better. But the number one reason we do everything we do, it's just, it's almost like you hang, that's the carrot you mm -hmm. dangle out. Like, hey, as you're putting up that wall and, and getting a little frustrated that the tape won't stick or, or that this won't stay up, here's the carrot. Kids are going to come to Christ. Hey, when you are getting more caught up in how cool this looks versus what's going to be said, 
as that thing stands behind you and starts to fade away. Because, you know, no matter how good it is, kids kind of get – after the fifth day of VBS, they don't right. notice the cool stuff anymore. Right. So it's always going to come down to the content. Sure. And so in those questions you asked, they're going to help leaders to focus on that. So here's here's one thing. You hinted at this a little bit because you talked about, uh, you know, grand, grandkids come in and the same people every year. Um, and, and there's value in that, of course. But what can churches do to connect more with those families that do come and do visit? Because in addition to evangelism, the second priority, I think, for churches is to draw families into their church from their community. And there are families in communities that will take their kids to a different VBS every week. And so you have kids ministry leaders. That it, it's it's good. They're going to five churches, which is awesome. Right. But I want to give a kids ministry leader a tool and say, hey, they're going to come back to mine and become a part of our body. What are some uh, things they can do to connect with those families? Sure. Well, again, I think it has to start with a heart check. And you've got to ask, you know, why are we doing BBS? Who are we trying to reach and why? And then let that, you know, filter down. And my, I go to a downtown church and we saw a need uh, for more than three hours of care because it's such an ordeal for families who are working to bring uh, their children to a downtown VBS that still takes place from nine to noon, you know, then what do they do? They're, you know, mom and dad are working. So what do we do from noon to five, five thirty? So we ended up instituting a VBS plus. So it's an all day. It, uh. it continues the, the experience. And, you know, that's just one example of how churches are, are looking for meeting, you know, how to meet people's needs that you see what, what is unique about your church and your community, and then use that as your jumping off point. Uh, I, I think follow up is the is kind of the catchphrase right now. Everybody's concerned about it, and rightly so, because I think other than uh, using vehi- uh, VBS as a vehicle to introduce children to Christ, follow up is the next most important thing that we do in VBS, and uh, and that's going to involve, I think. Not just a VBS celebration or, or a family night or a time that parents come in and kids get to show off what they've done, but I think it has to be part of an intentional strategy. We've got to to have a plan in place for multiple points of engagement with parents, not just uh, at drop-off and pickup times, but uh, you know through letters and through text and phone calls and emails and and you know a personal visit or uh, yeah. engaging with them in these these times when we've called everybody together for a family celebration because we know that it's not just enough to say, hey, it was great, glad you're here, thanks for bringing your kids, see ya. But we've got to provide points of engagement that allow us to build relationships with these families. Like, so, like, your, like a lot of kids' ministry leaders are so busy, they never – it, they don't ever take the time. I know a lot of churches where the pastors, that's his vacation week. Right. So drawing in the pastor because the pastor is the one that, that should connect with the parents Absolutely. more than just about anybody. And, we- and you've got to draw in people who are not just teaching in VBS. You know, whatever your small group structure mm-hmm. is, bring in the Sunday school teachers. Have them partner, you know, with the, the age group uh, that they teach. Have them partner with those VBS teachers so that you have some kind of strategy for what happens after Friday. So that you've got somebody who's going to follow up with that family, who's going to connect them. Uh, make sure that you know what your calendar of, of events is for the rest of the summer and for launching into the school year. If you're going to have a back-to-school 
kickoff, you better tell people at your VBS celebration about it. Yeah. If you're going to have camp or you're going to do, you know, a, a, a sports camp or, or music and arts camp or whatever it is that's coming up that summer, make sure that you already have those things in place and maybe even uh, do some teasers for that. Bring some people in who have already started planning so that you can not only build the hype, but that you have another, again, point of engagement with that family. All right. One last thing. Uh You've seen this. I've seen it at many churches where put all the effort into it. Everybody's so excited. And then there's the crash, I call it, the VBS crash, where the staff and the few people that are left, usually VBS is in on Friday. That's typical, but not not across the board. But most churches, so VBS Friday afternoon, 12 o'clock, and you're cleaning up, and then – Everybody just kind of takes, tends to take a couple weeks off or even more and just crashes. It seems mm-hmm. like there's this emotional crash. So what would you, what would you recommend to a kid, kid ministry leader to try to keep that going right into what is the next exciting time in a church? It's usually the fall when school is back and everybody's back in church. How can you bridge the gap between VBS and that kickoff in the fall just to keep the leaders on board and, and, and emotionally and, and connected with what happened? I think that, um, Part of the reason that you see that is because people people end up getting used up, chewed up, spit out. Mm. And if it's the same people who are trying to do all of those events, they're going to die by the end of the summer. Yeah, you know, VBS is one of those unique times where you have people that um, you can tap who might not ordinarily be involved in your kids' ministry. You know, this, these may not be your week to week teachers. These, this may be the mom who goes, Hey, I, you know, I, I, I love VBS. I want to do it. And I want to teach crafts, you know, or somebody <laughs> who's, who really has a heart for a particular area. They want to plug in for that week. And I think coming, coming in capitalizing on that excitement and then saying, you know what, we do have some other opportunities, you know, that, that look like this, that you can, you can tap into. Yeah. I think when you are able to train on the front end, and you help people be adequately prepared for what's going to happen that week, then they don't get so burned out on the backside. You know, if you're running, running, running right up to the moment of EBS, or you haven't been well prepared on the front side, then you tend to burn through people a lot quicker. So I think, you know, early enlistment, good training, and uh, and using the resources that, you know, are provided for you to help take a lot of that frantic work out really helps you mm-hmm. survive that much better and come off with a, with a good experience. And I also think that you need to have time for immediate evaluation after mm-hmm. VBS. And ask your, ask yeah. your leaders what worked, what didn't, what should we do better next year? Because we don't want to burn you out. We want to keep you engaged and not just for next, you know, for VBS, but we want you to plug in here and here and here through the rest of the summer and the rest of the year. So, you know, give me feedback. But then, of course, if you get feedback, you have to do something about it. You can't just take it, but you've got to be ready to act on it. And celebrate what happened. Absolutely. Uh, I think, uh, you know, um, Sunday in church, the next Sunday in church or ongoing, have something every week just to, to lead back up to the school year, getting in rhythm. But for them to be a part of that and to know... Uh, this many kids made the decision. They're, right. they're going to be. They're going to have eternal life now because of what you've done. Uh, not only that, but man, this family plugged in. I've seen families come to Christ through VBS, and when volunteers and all the people that put all the work into putting up stuff. Uh, see that happen, they already start getting ready for the Absolutely. next one to do you that. you got to share those stories. Yeah. Well, great. Those are some great tips, and I hope that uh, you guys uh, are finding a balance between the energy and work and team building that goes into putting on an event and the evangelism that happens in the outreach to kids. Uh, and that's a, that's a, important in all of our ministry and all of every church 
aspect of ministry, not just VBS, but is understanding the balance between building up your team within, but not so much that you huddle together and keep everybody else out, that you're constantly looking to bring people into the body. And so VBS is a great chance for that. Thank you guys for tuning in today. You can find out about our VBS, and I would tell you the theme, but it is top secret uh, for the coming year. You just have to wait. We reveal it every June. And so you'll find out what the next one is. And you're going to love it. It's going to be awesome it's gotten it's been amazing the last few years it's been amazing it's been amazing for a long time so our team is uh in that but in the meantime uh you can go to our website uh lifeway.com slash vbs and find out about our current vbs and zip and some other things we do we're so glad you guys have given us your time it's a privilege for us to be able to to speak to you to hear from you to breathe into you and we thank you for listening and we hope that you'll tune in next time to our lifeway kids podcast Our greatest hope is that God will use you in ways bigger than you can imagine to reach more kids and families than you ever thought possible with the hope of Jesus Christ. Thank you guys for listening.